Hello and welcome to episode 5 of the Vera Shafiq podcast, real and relevant discussions on business, marketing, technology and digital. I'm your host Vera Shafiq. It's Wednesday the 6th of February 2019. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi there everyone, Vera here for another episode of the Vera Shafiq podcast. And today I wanted to talk about something called sonic branding. It's something which isn't really a new concept. We are familiar with it and I'm going to play you some examples of it in a little bit. But sonic branding is also commonly known as audio branding. And you may also have heard the terms audio mnemonics, acoustic branding, sound identity systems, musical signatures, audio logos. And I've even heard of the word Earcon. Um, so instead of icon, it's an earcon. It's a sound icon. So that's kind of like a, a weird terminology, but I've heard that one used before. And it's not just jingles or songs. It's actually creating a audio identity for your brand. And um, there's many reasons why this is something which you should think about doing and why you're going to be hearing a lot more about the audio branding. And it brings a whole new meaning to the word brand voice because now instead of it just being a visual branding concept where, you know, you're using digital media to show uh, your brand voice in terms of the content that you're pushing out, it's now an actual sound which kind of really expands the whole experience and brings all senses into the experience of the audience. So... You could use audio branding for so many things. And, you know, even in this podcast, I have my little intro music that I I play. And that's, you know, it was selected specifically to resonate with my audience. It's kind of like a little funky tune and it's just supposed to be kind of cool and laid back. But you can use audio branding for so many different things, not just podcasting, but you can put it in the background of videos in TV and radio commercials, on the floor at a trade show booth, or before the CEO walks out on the stage to give a speech, all kinds of things. And Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk actually wrote an article about it about three days ago. So if Gary V's talking about it, it must be worth talking about, right? So Gary V has his own little sonic icon, which he shared with us on the article. I'll put that Um, link to his article in the show notes. So sonic branding, as I mentioned, has been around for a while. It's not a new concept. If you think about Intel, um, you know, the little intro music for Intel, that's been around for ages. And then what about Columbia Pictures when, you know, we've been going to the movie theater for years and whenever a movie starts, they play this sonic branded kind of music, which intros the Columbia brand name into the the whole experience. Um, So let me play you those, those two little sounds and see what kind of emotion that evokes for you. So that was the Intel sound, and I'm sure you recognized it, right? Very familiar with that sound. And it evokes an emotion, right? I mean, for me, it sounds like techie, and it it sounds computer chippy, and it gives me some kind of trust and a feeling of that's intel you know it's intel and it's a good sound uh 
So let me now play you the Columbia Studio sound and see what you think of this one. Doesn't that sound evoke emotion for you? For me, when I hear that music, it reminds me of when I used to go to the movie theaters a lot, and that used to be when I was younger. I I don't go that much now, unfortunately, but it reminds me of that whole anticipation and the excitement that you're about to, to watch a great movie with your friends or your family, and it's that the intro music that kind of builds up the suspense to the movie. So to me, that's like an awesome sound and and it conjures up all kinds of memories and emotions. So, you know, we can see how using sonic branding can really be effective. And it has been around really since probably the time of radio, since radio um, came about, people, brands have been using sound to evoke these types of emotions. And, um, you know, if you think about it, it's kind of evolved. And now that we're in the digital age and there's so many different digital features and, you know, we have phones now and we have all kinds of um, technology. But if you think about the sound of like a text message coming in on your phone or an email notification, you know, that in itself is a branded sound. For example, let me play you this sound. That was the sound of the Apple text message uh, coming in. It might be an older version, but it's definitely something familiar to probably all of us. And it's it almost kind of generates a kind of a dopamine hit when we hear that sound because it's like, oh, I just got a text. You know, even when you're out and someone else's phone rings with that tone, you kind of tend to kind of sit up and be like, oh, is that, was that my phone? Was that a text? It's like, it's an emotion that's evoked by a, a sound, which is amazing. And we can use this in marketing and branding to kind of really hit a different level of our audience's sensory perception. Um, and now that we're in the age of podcasts that we're seeing so much of now and, or hearing so much of now, should I say, and then we obviously, the smart speakers that we have, the, the Alexas, Cortanas, the series, the amount of time that we spend in our cars these days or traveling on planes or trains or the amount of time that we spend listening to music and music apps such as Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, this all lends itself to creating some kind of audio branding that's going to complement our brand and that we're going to be able to use on these platforms to our advantage. Because, you know, as we move forward into the age of Alexa, Cortana, Siri, all of that sound assistant type of, you know, voice assistant type stuff, sounds are going to be associated more and more with transactions. And since we're already using speakers with which to interact with our voice assistants, I think it makes sense that sound branding will come into play a lot more. For example, when we're ordering products through Amazon Alexa and we order products such as toilet paper or beauty products or computer equipment, the brand which we want to order can be communicated a lot easier through the sound rather than the actual words. Uh, Currently, we are not using sonic branding as widely as one would think. 
And according to a Fast Company article, 83% of advertisers rely on, on the sense of sight, which is not surprising because most advertising on you know digital platforms is obviously going to be images, videos, text. So that's all visual stuff. But you know, if we look at it from the perspective of the human brain, it only takes around 0.146 seconds for the human brain to react to sound, which is much quicker than it does, uh, you know, to react to reading or visual stuff. When we look at that study, and we also bear in mind that the biggest decisions are made in the limbic system of the brain, which is the non-rational part of your brain, and that the limbic system also happens to be the portion of your brain that reacts to sound or music, then it makes sense that you know we use that part of the brain to stimulate some kind of reaction within our list, you know, our audience or our prospects. So again, just great reasons to be thinking about sonic branding. And since auditory experiences are penetrating the subconscious part of our brain so that sounds that we hear are getting stored away in that part of our brain, which is a lot more capable of bringing back those memories and those emotions that we felt when we heard the sound in the first place, then we're able to get a better brand recall by using sound. And so by getting a better brand recall, we can build our company values and core values into the sound itself so that the tonality and the quality of the sound creates a mood and actually reflects our brand values. So let me give you an example of just how effective sound can be to evoke emotion. Say you're watching a horror movie. I'm not sure if you're into horror movies. I love them. But if you're watching a horror movie, isn't it the sound, the music, the creaky doors, the footsteps, the screams, and all of that good stuff that makes the movie so much more scary. Uh, have you ever tried watching a horror movie on mute? Because I've done that. Uh, once I was watching, I think it was one of those exorcism movies, that, the exorcism of Emily Rose or something, and it was just so scary, and I was freaking out. So I was like, okay, let me just mute the sound, and, and then I'll just watch it without the sound. And it helped. It actually helped. By muting the sound, it just didn't seem as scary, and I was able to get through the scenes that were, would otherwise probably have made me freak out like crazy. So that's how effective sound can be. And so it just makes sense that the emotion that we can evoke using sound is, is something that would be awesome to be able to use in our, our marketing initiatives. Okay, so listen to some of these sounds here. Did you recognize any of those? Probably all of them, right? Those are examples of sounds that we've all heard somewhere along the line. We're familiar with them, and they've, they've been around for a while. So it's something that we know of in our subconscious, and it's just not something that every brand does or that every brand does well. So you may be wondering, how do I get started with sonic branding? Well, there are a lot of agencies out there that actually specialize in sonic branding. So you can, if you do a Google search for sonic branding agency, you'll find a ton of them. And 
and it just it would be just a matter of doing some research. What you want to do though before contacting an agency or creative studio is to make sure you know what type of sound you're looking for. So you need to know again what your target audience is, who they are, what type of sounds literally resonate with your target audience. And then you want to go about thinking of sounds that will match your brand attributes or your core values. So um, the other thing you want to make sure is that your sound should be instantly recognizable and it should be short. Okay, start with something short, nothing like three minutes long, just a few seconds. And it should be obviously catchy and have a positive sentiment behind it. So you want something that's upbeat or it, it really depends on your brand. I mean, your brand may be relaxing, so you might have something that's slow and calm or upbeat would be something a little bit more kind of like high energy. So that's all stuff that you need to um, nail down ahead of time before you contact an agency. And the one important thing is just make sure that it's unique. So don't rip off someone else's sound or copy someone else's sound because there there are legal ramifications. And you want to make sure that you, you know, commission an agency or creative studio to help you create a custom tune or sound. So that's it. Go out there and make your brand louder. Thanks a lot for listening. Well, that's it for today, folks. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did like what you heard, please subscribe to catch more episodes, and I'd really appreciate it if you left me a review and shared with your friends and colleagues. Visit my website at virashafiq.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time.